everyone, and welcome to another episode of Modestly Outspoken. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Caesar. How do you feel about last week's episode? I think it was super insightful. We got a lot of great feedback, and it seems like many people got over their fears of investing, and they're starting to invest now after they watched that video. Yeah, and the best part is that a lot of people were very relatable to you. People that have done the same mistakes with the same bubble of cryptocurrency. It, it was very interesting to hear people's stories, so thank you for sharing. Thank you for opening up to us. Yeah, for sure, and I think going off of that episode and the great feedback, we're going to emulate the same style of episode yeah and today's episode is even more relatable to everyone in our opinion because everyone after the age of 18 probably has some sort of credit card debt or some kind of debt any type of that so going in, especially during coronavirus where there's a lot of jobs being lost the income getting lower going forward people need to have a, their financial plan like yeah. they need to have a plan. And today we're just going to give some tips on how to get through financial burdens. Yeah, for sure. I think financial literacy is a topic that people don't want to talk about, but it's so important. Yeah. And this is why I'm here to share my story. Hopefully uh, this opens up the conversation of the importance of, you know, having your financials financial situation set up and uh, yeah but before we jump right into it we do want to disclose that we are not financial advisors we are not credit card experts we are just telling you our story and how we got out of debt all right so tell us your story i know you have a very interesting story yeah, for sure. So let me take you all back to 2016. This is when I have gotten one of my very first credit cards. Um, and when I applied, I was automatically approved for $12,000. $12,000 was your first mm -hmm. credit limit? Yeah. And your first credit card? My first credit card. That's a card. lot of responsibility. It is a lot of responsibility, especially when you are being charged a high interest rate of 23%, which may vary month by month. So, you know, it was a pretty big responsibility, but I didn't really care because, first of all, I had a big credit limit. And then second of all, this specific credit card had uh, cash rewards, which meant that for every dollar that I would spend, I would get a low percentage of that money back. So I'm like, oh, awesome. Free, free money. money. And this was already incentivizing me to spend money and always swipe just because I wanted to get the money back. Um so yeah, I when I came into this credit card world, I knew the very basics, just like many of of other people do, which were, hey, make sure that you don't spend more than 30% of that credit limit and make sure that you make at least a minimum payment every month. And I follow that rule for the next two years, right? So I was spending my credit card balance every month was between 1000 to 1400 uh, I would make very large payments, but as I was making large payments, I was also spending a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So that balance would always come back to me for the next month and the next month. And since I was not paying it on full, I was getting charged an interest rate of about $40. 
Mm. But I didn't mind. I didn't mind. And it all seemed like I was doing the right thing because my credit score was not too bad. It was yeah. a little bit over 720, 759 yeah, from what was, I remember. It was fair. Yeah, yeah, it was fair. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is so easy. I'm doing the right thing. There's no way that I can ever mess up. But my whole approach to credit card change when... Uh, somebody very close to me came up to me and asked to borrow $5,000. And this person's business was booming. So I said, hey, absolutely, go ahead. Borrow it. I'm pretty sure that this person is going to be able to pay me back next month. And of course, $5,000 and I have cash rewards, I'm going to get money back on that. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. And I was sure about it. It was, it was fine with me. Long story short, um, this person, uh, this person's business almost went bankrupt. It hmm. didn't do well. And I automatically lost that money. Now, I had a overall balance on my credit card of over $10,000. $10,000. And how much was your initial credit limit? $12,000. So you almost maxed it out, basically. I almost maxed it out. Wow. So how do you think that, how did that affect your credit score? I'm curious to know. So yeah, actually, let me, let me start mentioning credit scores. Um, I was not able to pay that back, of course, right away. So as soon as uh, the credit bureau saw that, that amount on my credit card, my credit score automatically dropped to 650. So it went from... 720 to 650, to 650 during this timeline during a, in a matter of a month that's crazy it went down right away can you believe that how did you uh, how was your what was the initial reaction with that did you like feel like a punch in the gut did you like everything. start freaking out you know, i started to blame everything the other person um i, I was feeling very angry but I quickly realized that I didn't have anybody to blame by my, but myself, right? It was nobody's fault. Of course, uh, this person didn't have any bad intentions. Things happened. And this is why whenever you are applying for a loan or, you know, for a house or whatever that you're working for, banks are very rigorous to see your balances, to see how many loans you have, to see what's your cash flow, just to see how risky you are as an investor, Right. Or yeah. as somebody that is taking out a loan. So that was my mistake, I believe. Uh, but yeah, my credit score dropped automatically to 650 and other things changed as well. My minimum payment for the credit card increased to $345 a month. Wow. Yeah. And it, it originally huge. was $30. That's mm -hmm. that's 10x right there. That is, yeah. that is a big change. That is a big change. My annual percentage rate, so the interest rate, increased to 23.24. Not a big difference, but it, it matters, especially when you have a big balance. Yeah. Um, and then I was getting charged interest of $210 a month. Wow. Mm -hmm. You were getting destroyed by the interest. Yeah, by the interest. It was, it was hard even so because... Not only did I have to pay my credit card, but I had other responsibilities. I, at the moment, I was at, with Rutgers, so I had to pay for my semesters. I had to pay for rent and other responsibilities such as phone, etc. You could imagine. And the worst part of it all is that I was still spending a lot of money. Yeah. So it was a never-ending cycle for It was you. a never-ending cycle because 
I was in such a bad position mentally with that debt that I was too afraid to look into my finances. I wanted to leave that behind. So you I, wanted to pretend like it never happened? It never happened. I was, of course, making a large um, payments, but I I just didn't want to look at it. I wanted. I didn't want to see how bad it was. Were I you was in denial? Afraid. I was in denial. I was too afraid to look at it. Yeah. It was, it was a difficult time, and that cycle kept on going for months and months and months and months. And when, was, when did you have a point where you were like, all right, I need to switch something up in order to get out of the situation? So I think this is why it's very important to talk to other people about finances because my, the, the, that, change, that, that change of mentality happened when I sat down with you, Caesar, and I shared my story and my, my financial struggles with you. And that's when you, you quickly told me, okay. Uh, you came up with a plan. We need to come up with a plan because that is it was just harming the interest. You. I remember you were you were suffering. The interest were killing you. You, all the money that you made, all the money after the expenses that you made, basically were going towards interest payments. It was like yeah. it was sad. It was just sad to I see that. I didn't see the balance going. You down. were just wasting like was, that money. I was paying lots of money for it just to go to interest. And your balance was never going down. Never going it down. was a never ending cycle. Yeah, we needed to come up with a plan. So I, I mentioned that to you because I trust you enough. And then we sat down and we had three options. The first option was call the bank, see if they can remove interest or at least lower the interest down or come up with a payment plan. We called. That didn't work out. They yeah. quickly told me, nope, it doesn't happen. It, it can't happen. Okay. All right. Next plan B. Plan B was file for bankruptcy. <laughs> Which I mean, wasn't even a plan. It was just, we knew that was an option, but it yeah. was not going to happen. Yeah. Quickly scratch it off. We saw all of the negative. Yeah. I mean, you basically can't, you can't apply for any type of loans for seven years if you declare bankruptcy. Yeah. And you being so young right now, no, you, that no, wasn't no. an option. That for wasn't you. an option. Yeah. And then the third option uh, was to look for other credit cards. Caesar, feel free to jump into this. I know that you're more knowledgeable about yeah, this. Yeah. So we... We we started researching ways to at least lower down the interest rate. So we started looking into consola, cons, uh, balance transfer credit cards. So basically, for example, a balance transfer credit card that she applied for gave her 18 months with zero APR. So basically, she could transfer, uh, let's say, $2,000 from her original credit card to this new credit card, and she was going to get charged 0% APR for 18 months. So basically, Kareen had 18 months to get this paid off before they started charging her interest. But this helped her out a lot because now the other credit card, she had a, a lower balance, less interest rate, and you could pay it off a lot quicker. Yeah, so how we did it is, okay, so we found a credit card, that was uh, that would allow me to transfer a balance. So I applied for the whole thing for $10,000. Of course, um, I got denied for that amount, and they only let me transfer $2,000. So to us, that was not enough. And then we went ahead and we applied for a second card, and I got approved for $3,000. Yeah. So at this point, I was able to transfer basically $5,000 into these two other credit cards. And after that happened... My credit card, my credit card went up automatically to six eighty four. 
So your credit score went from around 650 to 684, to 684 as, as soon as you transferred. As it. soon as I transferred. I think that was because I remember it was your utilization rate started to yes. go down because you increase your credit limit. Exactly. And these are some of the factors that the credit bureaus look at, right? They want to see that you have as much credit limit as you can and you're spending the least amount because then that classifies you as a less risky borrower. And then that's why you saw the quick jump in your credit score. Absolutely. So August 2019, that's when I decided I needed to take a step. And my credit credit score was at 650. Mm -hmm. By September of 2019, I transferred. My credit score went up to 684. And then now, okay, I transferred. Now, Now what? Now I need to work on the next plan, which is start paying off these credit cards. So mm-hmm. I have two options. I either start paying off the credit cards with a zero APR or my big credit card, which was charging me crazy interest. So I decided to tackle down that one first. So by January of 2018, I decided to get a second job. And by this point, I was working t- uh, seven days a week. And um, I remember that we stopped going out to eat as much. We stopped any we travel. We cut back on a lot. We cut we back had on to. a lot of We had to sacrifice time. temporarily for you to get to your goal. Yes. But that's great that you, we learned how to sacrifice temporarily a lot. Of, you know, it's, it's very important. Sometimes when you're, you're in a tough situation, you have to make sacrifices. Absolutely. And you made them. Absolutely. Because I set, up, I set up a goal that I wanted to pay all of my debt by March of 2020. So I needed to, I needed to, to get it done. So by January of 2020, I had two jobs. I was working seven days a week, not going out. And I was making large payments on the credit card that was charging me interest. And then uh, I was making just the minimum payment on the other two credit cards just so that I wouldn't be charged a, Strategically, a, a yeah. late fee. Yeah. Right? So I kept the cycle for the next three months. And by doing that and lowering my uh, credit balance, mm-hmm. my credit score had jumped to 713. Wow. So there's just a positive trend Positive as trend. you keep paying down the as debt. As I keep paying down, I was not spending as much, so I was not adding more and more balances to my credit card. So it was working out. Unfortunately, I was not able to meet that deadline of paying, my, paying off my whole debt by March 2020, but I kept that trend going. I also had tax money coming in, so all of that money was going into my credit cards, into my credit cards. And by May 2020, I was able to pay off all of my debt from all of the credit cards. And by then, my credit score had jumped to 760. That's insane. Over a 100-point jump. Yeah. How did it feel Less like after you paid off that last credit card? It felt amazing. It Amazing. It definitely switched my mentality on, on a lot of things. And of course, I've been super careful ever since, been on top of my finances ever since, but it felt like I lifted a weight off of my shoulders. I feel like I was finally free, mm-hmm. free of, of this burden, of this heavy weight, and, and I, it felt like I was starting new. Yeah, and looking back at, you know, after you going through this whole experience, what, were, what would you say are the top two things? lessons that you learned from this experience 
Top two, first of all, for sure, keeping track of your spending. Do not be afraid to see where you stand financially. Make sure that you make a budget, that you sit down and, okay, how much am I making an hour? What does that mean? How much am I making a month? How much am I making a year? After that, what are my responsibilities? So rent, phone, car, insurance. After that, how much do I want to put into my debt? How much am I willing to put into my debt? And then the very last thing should be the the very last remainder of money that you have. That's what you're going to put into leisure, into having fun. But you need to basically form a plan on how much you want to spend, how much you need to spend, and how much you need to put into the credit card in order to get out of debt on whatever goal you have. That's the first one. And uh, second one is just no learning to utilize your credit card as if it was your debit card so am I actually willing to afford this even though I have that extra money that free money that it's a credit card am I actually going to be able to afford this am I actually going to be able to pay it off next month Mm. so every time you buy something you say can I afford this can I pay for this today or in a month yeah and if you can't what do you do do you just not buy it I don't buy it I need to love it I need to be in love with something in order for me to buy it. That's a good thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, that way you never overspend, basically. I never overspend. And if I'm hungry and, I, and I'm craving something outside, do I really need it? I have a lot of food at home or I can perhaps go and spend less money or the same amount of money, but the food is going to last me for a whole week if I go food shopping. Yeah. Right. So being very cautious and self-aware of what you can and cannot spend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I think this is a, a common struggle that a lot of people, especially our age, have with credit cards, right? Some of the common mistakes that I've seen with all my friends and online is, first of all, not being able to afford what you pay off or what you buy with your credit cards, like you said. Uh, second would be paying only the minimum payment, right? They don't understand if they don't pay the full balance, they're going to get charged interest, Uh, The third common mistake is that they don't understand the fees and the interest, right? Variable APRs, they could change, right? So they don't understand that. Uh, Another thing is maxing out their credit cards. Maxing out your credit card could really affect your score. So uh, I think the, the common thing to do with credit cards is try to keep your utilization rate as low as possible. Absolutely. Under 10% if you can. The lower you can keep it, the the higher your credit score will be. Absolutely. And, and to jump on top of mm-hmm. that, I, I do know that there's emergencies that happen and sometimes we need to just splurge because of something, right? An emergency. So this is why it's also good to call your credit card uh, bank every six months and try to increase your credit limit. Just in case you do have an emergency, your utilization rate is not going to be as high because you have a bigger limit. Have that? Uh, have you done that yourself? Try to increase your credit I score? have. I have. And it's it's super easy. It's a quick step. You what just do you call, say? I, <laughs> I call in with my customer service voice. Like, hi, good afternoon. I just, I'm calling because I would like to see if there's a possibility that I can increase my credit limit. They asked me for a few pieces of information, run that information right away, and they let me know on the spot how much more they're going to increase it to. Yeah. It's super quick quick and easy step. You just look at your credit card, call the number on the back. 
and that's it. Yeah. You could do it every every six months, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's advisable. There's some there's also some credit card companies that you can actually even do it on the phone. Did you ever have you ever done that? Yeah. No. So I know I have a discovery credit card, for example. So there's this option that says uh increase your credit limit, and then all you have to do is just tell them how much you make, how much you want an increase of, and then they tell you on the spot. Um, so yeah, that's been very helpful. That way you don't have to call and wait and yeah, that, that's a horrible process. But yeah, so those are some of the common mistakes. And I feel like people, one of the most important things is first of all, get your financial plan ready, right? Have a financial plan. How much are you willing to spend? How much are you, are you going to save? That's something we, we, you know, with coronavirus happening and us in a recession, Mm -hmm. we need to know. How much are we willing to spend? How much do we need for our fixed expenses? How much are we willing to save? If you're investing, if you want to learn about investing, go to our third episode. How much am I willing to invest? You have to kind of categorize all how you're going to spend your money. There's so many expenses out there. Another thing that's super important is learn what affects your credit score, right? There's mm-hmm. so many things that affect your credit score. You should be aware of it so maybe you don't make the same mistakes that we have or other people have, right? Your credit score here in the United States of America, your credit score is one of the most important things. When you go for to a bank to apply for a loan, they look at your credit score. That's one of the first things they mm-hmm. look at. If you're planning to open up businesses, if you're planning to go into real estate, or even yeah. if you're planning to apply for a loan payment at Verizon Wireless, they look at your credit score. Yeah. That's how they base the the price every month of the phone payments. So make sure you guys have your credit card situation all sorted out because it's super important. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's actually very, very important tips. And then here we also did, ran a little bit of research and it's just simple credit card education. So make sure that you pay your bills on time. Make sure that you're paying more than the minimum. And if you and if you can, make sure that you pay the whole balance off. Right? Keep track of your credit uh, credit balances and practicing practice making payments before you're taking on to new debt. Yeah. So like if you're if you're gonna buy a TV, make sure all your credit cards are paid off before you buy a big new shiny TV. Yeah. It's going to save you, like, just getting into the habit is going to help you not overspend. You know, I think, you know, credit cards at the end of the day, if you don't have good credit card habits, it's going to kill you. But if you do, it could be very rewarding. Absolutely. There's a lot of points involved. You could travel with those points. You could buy things. Yeah. If you know how to leverage credit cards, they could be beneficial. And if you don't, they could be a nightmare. Absolutely. Keep... Practice, practice and practice, right? So like I said before, by May 2020, I had paid off my whole debt and then my credit card score was at 760. But then I kept that habit of paying my whole balance off and paying on time every month. And then by today, uh, August 2020, my credit score is 774. So just by keeping that habit, it's still going up. It's still increasing. And that's that's a great way to see of how how good habits actually affect you possibly positively yeah for sure yeah um we also have i know we have some great instagram comments right yes 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 so last week what we did is that we wanted to share what your investment fears were and now for this episode we wanted to get you guys involved as well and we asked some two questions so the first question is 
what are you guys doing to tackle down all of your current debt? And we had some very interesting answers that are obviously, I would say, very relatable. So let's start off with the first comment. Uh, taking my debt from or tackling down my debt from smallest to largest. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, for the credit cards, I pay off above the minimum, which is something that we just mentioned. Yeah. Somebody else said some had a very different answer. This person said that he's not looking to get out of debt, but instead is leveraging his credit card debt to make investments. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a little bit more advanced. So I could quickly yeah. go into that. Yeah, yeah, please. So let's say you could take out money from your credit card and they charge you 3% for that. So let's say you take out uh, 10K and you put it into the stock market and then you make a 10% return, right? So if you look at it profit-wise, the profit is only 7% because you have to pay 3% for borrowing the money. That's the cost of borrowing money from the credit card. So you make 7% with other people's money. You're leveraging credit cards or you're leveraging other types of loans. So this is a, a, an advanced strategy. It is risky if you don't know how to do it, but if you are aware of how to do it and you know the risk associated with this play, Toodles to you. Yeah, again, make sure that you're really uh, doing your you due diligence and before you... Because it could go wrong. This, and yeah. then you have to pay, you know, you lose money and you pay the 3%, mm-hmm. you know. But if, if you're confident with that strategy, then I would say go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And then another comment was working as much as possible and setting up payment plans. So I can definitely relate to that one. Uh, another funny comment is marrying a doctor. You got to do what you got to do. No. All I have to say is, listen, for this person that gave me this answer, you are a young, independent man. You don't need anyone. (laughs) Uh, The next comment, consolidating all my debt into one credit card. Uh, That's kind of like the strategy that you had, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but you just did it into two. But Mm -hmm. it's good. I mean, it works out. If Mathematically, it works out and you could get it paid down faster. Why not? Yeah, why not? And uh, another one, making a budget and paying high balances. Hmm. Mm, And then the last one, for student debt, now that it's at 0%, paying off much more every month. Oh, yeah. Everyone that has student loans right now, make sure, please make sure to pay it off right now if you can because everything that you pay... Or everything going towards student loans is going towards the principal of the loan. You're not paying any interest right now. So it's going to be a lot easier for you to see that balance go down month Uh, by month. uh Exactly. So pretty pretty interesting answers. Uh, Everybody's doing, I think, a, a good job. Now, for the second question, what are some of your credit card mistakes that you have made? Uh, the first uh, answer, spending the whole credit line. Oh, yeah. Maxing out your, your credit card is one of the worst things you could do. But sometimes, like we said, you have to. It's an emergency. You have to. It's an emergency. Yeah. But just make sure that whenever you do so, you have a plan to repay that back. Yeah, as soon as possible. Yeah. The second one, missing payments and having a high utilization rate. Yeah. that It's just... When I lo- when you look at your credit score and you see one missed payment, it just kills you. Right. It's horrible. Right, it's a horrible right. look. Yeah, and it affects your credit score a lot. Right. Look at it this way. You have a thousand amazing comments on your Instagram picture, and then you have that one negative comment. It yeah. affects you. Yeah, Right. For sure. Same way. Look at it like that. <laughs> um, another comment, overspending on Amazon. Caesar, I think this is, I can relate this is the to it. only problem you have. Yeah, no, I overspend on two categories, I would say. Food, 
one and Amazon because I just sometimes don't have control of my like spending <laughs> habits, right? It's as easy as Amazon just makes it No, and then you just click you click. look at the product and you just put buy now and then you don't even have to put your credit card information or address nothing. It just makes it so easy. The convenience. Convenience oh, is key. Amazon. Yeah. You gave us convenience and now we don't know how to Yeah, and I love convenience by the it. way, so I know. No, but I've been I've been tracking my spending now, so I'm a little yeah. bit better. Okay. Good. And then the next one. Uh, this person applied to a Macy's, Macy's card at 18 without knowing anything about credit and getting denied. Oh, yeah. So she basically got a hard inquiry on her credit report. So basically every time, just for all of you, maybe that, every time that you guys apply for a credit card, your credit score might go down a little bit because it's getting a hard inquiry. So you guys need to be careful of that um, going forward. Yeah. Like even if you get denied or accepted, you're still getting your credit pulled. Yeah. And then another question, uh, similar, another answer, I'm sorry, similar to that one is somebody else signed up for I'm uh, Verizon Fias and uh, had a hard inquiry and then affected his credit score. Yeah. Like I said, some people like sometimes People, especially nowadays, a lot of people want to travel, so they apply for like five credit cards, five travel credit cards, and they get their credit pulled five times. That's mm-hmm. gonna pull their credit down a lot. Yeah. So be careful with that. Maybe you know, be a little bit more conservative with how many credits, credit cards you guys apply for. But yeah, as long yeah. as you guys know that ahead of time, then you guys could gauge the risk of your credit score going down yeah and then the last comment i got a credit card my freshman year of college and i missed a lot of payments yeah that college college is tough you know college is tough you know if you have good fatty food around you that's all you're gonna want to eat alcohol yeah yeah there's so many distractions and things you could spend your money on in college yeah yeah so that concludes uh, the experiences that others are going through. And, you know, this was a very short episode only. We, we, as of right now, we are in 34 minutes, but I think it was very valuable. Uh, I also think that it's very important for us to break that, that cycle of not talking about your finances. So, guys, make sure that you are on top of that. Make sure that you are aware. It's a very taboo subject, but... It's important. It's important f- uh, for us not to think about money as the root of all evil because you have the power to change that. You have the power to be in control of not only your life, but your finances. And if you leverage that, you can get very far. Yeah. Use use knowledge to your power, right? If you know how to use a credit card and leverage it, it, it could be one of the best things that happens to you. You could travel for free, buy things for free. But if you're not educated on it, it will be one of the worst nightmares of your life. Absolutely. And this goes not only for your credit card, but of course, if you're looking to get into debt, student debt, uh, make sure that you put a plan. It may not be as fast as I was able to get out of my debt. And of course, the same tactics may not work for you, but um, make sure that you, you search up for whatever is right for you. And it is possible. It is possible to tackle down your debt. Are you going to have to give up on some fun time and on some leisure stuff? Yes, you may, but it's important that you have your credit score very clean. And it's, it's, it's freeing to see that you're able to live your life from the very start again. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, let us know. Uh, we're curious to know, 
you know, if anyone has any ideas for next week's episode, we're curious to know what topics you guys are interested in listening to. What else? Uh, yeah, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, I think that a lot of people find it fun to feel relatable to others. We may have other stories that you guys might want to hear from us. Please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions about how about credit score. Yeah, about anything. Anything. We're here to help out. About anything. And I really hope that this was really helpful. Again, thank you for listening. We are looking forward to hearing from you, to hearing your stories. And please do not forget to subscribe. We have a YouTube channel, Spotify, a podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of that stuff. And thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Take care.